It's four minutes after seven. A good evening to you. Welcome to the talk shop here on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. I'm going to reiterate uh, the messages that came out of that news uh, report there being that you that you really need to drive carefully if you are on the roads in Johannesburg. I've just come out of um, that rain and it, it is looking quite treacherous. We asked for rain, we got it. So please be really careful on the roads. Um, but I'm with you until 9 o'clock and that's of course when our team in Cape Town will take over. Karen Key broadcasting this evening, bringing you time to travel. So that means we have two hours together and we'll start off with speaking to some very talented and outspoken um, young South Africans will have I have in studio Oba Geng Siacheng he's a grade 12 learner from uh, Ranfanten High School and uh, I'll also be chatting to Masilo Bupape on the line he's a grade 10 learner from Fort High School in Soweto in studio as well as Carol Padetti Ngono uh, who is the managing director of Valued Citizens Initiative you may remember them we spoke to them a while back but if, if you can't remember what they do we'll tell you in just a moment and a teacher from Ranfantein uh, High School, Dasin Fisher, talking to us about the Valued Citizens Initiative, that is the Sondela Dialogues. Be sure to call in with words of encouragement for uh, Masilo and Obaking. It's always exciting for me when we have young people in studio and they have something to say. And we need to encourage this because we need more young people in South Africa to, to feel that they can add uh, to really vital conversations in the country. So that number, 891 104207. At 20 to 9 in studio with me will be Craig Wilkinson, author, speaker, and the founder of Father and Nation. They're a project that seeks to restore and equip men to become excellent fathers and positive role models. And not just that, but also, but also to father the fatherless in their communities. Very important to be part of that one. After 8, we'll talk about uh, doing business in Africa. The inaugural Oxford Business Forum has taken place, and so uh, it took place under the theme Unreasonable Africa. I want to hear why it was under the theme Unreasonable Africa. That sounds fascinating. But we'll, we'll speak to Hangwani Maubazi, lead organizer of the forum. That's after eight. All that and more coming up on the talk shop. As always, I'm available on Twitter. Tweet at Naledi Moleo, Moleo spelled M-O-L-E-O. The Facebook page is there for you to post your comments if that's where you'd like to do it. One word, SAFM Radio. This is a notice to all employers who are registered with the Compensation Fund. The 2015 Return of Earnings Submission Deadline has been extended to 31 May 2016. The Return of Earnings website for submissions will be opened on the 1st of April 2016. For more information, go to your nearest Labour Centre or Provincial Office or call 0860-105-350. The Compensation Fund, working for you. Nobody loves live soccer previews like Bra Mike Matanzima. Mike Matanzima, yo! Upcoming soccer games, breaking news, log leaders, winning goals, Matanzima knows it all. Bra Mike is addicted to soccer 411 and he can't help himself. Soccer 411. Unfortunately, Bra Mike and Gega Lunge, there is no cure for his addiction. He just has to keep watching Soccer 411. Oh, Find out who will lead the log with analysis of upcoming games on Soccer 411 every Saturday at 2 on SABC 1. Brought to you by SABC Sports. For the love of the game.
Yo, my neighbor is a poop. Build himself this massive house and all he can do now is brag. Where's this place he goes? Because his front door faces that way and he comes up one fry in summer. Can't wait for winter to watch him freeze his ballas off. And you should see the fancy lights in the exotic garden. Guys, we are pay through the nose for electricity and water. Now, nah, when I get started on mine, I'm going green. Thank you, Rasta. That's not what I mean. I'm going to size it for what I need. Don't see the point of being the poop over the palace. Then I'm going to sink pink. Sit down, Macy. That's not what I mean. I'm talking about insulation and your, your, I'm getting a jojo so I can harvest the rainwater and when it comes to light up I'm going with LED and CFL and not only will I be saving myself some hard and bread but I'll also as opposed to harming it like the Nwata next door be helping to save the environment instead and while I benefit from growing green I'm going to enjoy watching Mr. Next Door do the same except that Muhu is going to go green with envy nah if you seriously want to reduce reuse and recycle you've got to go green thank you again Ayaman again that's not what I mean our best conversations are the ones we have with you. Call us on 0891-104-207. Tweet at SAFM Radio or SMS 34701. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. All right, you're on the talk shop on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Taking your calls on 891 Send me your SMSs, the numbers 34701, and those SMSs are charged at just one rand. I've got an SMS here about the BFS competition from Nomonde Nomonde. We'll look into that and we'll give you a call and um, just clear that out. Thank you for, for, for sending your SMS. I won't air your, your dirty laundry out on the air, but thanks for sending in your SMS nonetheless. Um, Valued Citizens Initiative, putting together... Uh, the, the Sondela Dialogues. I'm in studio with Carol Pedetti Ngono, Managing Director of the Valued Citizens Initiative. Carol, welcome back to the talk shop. Thank you very much and Hello. thank you for the platform. Oh, it's so good to have you with us. I love speaking to South Africans that are doing great work, especially if it involves young people. Um, I'm in studio with Ubakeng Siaheng, who's a grade 12 learner from Ranfantein High School. Ubakeng. Hi. Evening, lady. Evening to all the viewers out there. To the listeners. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. To the, all the listeners out there, thank you so much for this platform. You have no idea how many times people make <laughs> all the time. And uh, Mr. Fisher is going to might give you a talking to when you get back to school. Mr. Fisher's, Mr. Fisher's in the studio as well. Mr. Jason Fisher, teacher at uh, Ranfantein High School. Mr. Fisher, welcome to the talk shop. Good evening. Very happy to be here. Thank you. It's so, it, it really is so good to have you with us. Carol, let's start with you. Um, tell me about what the, the Valued Citizens Initiative is, for those that may not remember. Valued Citizens Initiative is all about citizenship education, self-development and leadership. Uh, we work in school communities, one circuit at a time, uh, training educators, training school management team and making sure that our learners from grade 4 to grade 12 engage as citizens mm. uh, towards our democracy and become uh, active in the economy of South Africa. How do you do that with the grade 4 learners? <laughs> <laughs> it starts by um, telling them that they are valued citizens. Uh, teaching them about the constitutions, um, the various constitutions we had in our country. Mm -hmm. It's about uh, what does it mean to be a citizen? Is it just having rights or also taking responsibility? Of course. And what responsibilities? Mm -hmm. why, why do we have a government? Why do we have ministers? How all these structures work together? 
to make a better South Africa and how do we make sure th- so our le- learners for instance in, in intermediate phase from grade 4, 5 and 6 elect ministers in their class mm. and they have at school level, then to take care, the Minister of Environment has to take care of the garden of the school. The Minister of Finance has that. to plan <laughs> events. Uh, you know, everybody get involved. So that's how we teach citizenship education, active one. That's, that's brilliant yeah. because what it does is it gives power to each of these learners, right? Yeah. That it's someday, someday they're going to be voting and they, un- they need to understand that it's not just a responsibility, it's a privilege as well. Yeah. It's a, um, a lot of people don't have the opportunity to vote in their countries and that's something we need to protect um, and it gives them that responsibility. I really enjoy that. And then the, the Sondela Dialogues took place. So, so what are these Sondela Dialogues? So Sondela is a program that was created thanks to the National Department of Arts and Culture and the Gauteng Speakers Forum. It started in Gauteng. This year it's going to KwaZulu-Natal. It's two dialogues where we engage grade 9, 10, and 11 from different high schools to uh, have a dialogue on the various challenges uh, we meet mm. as citizens in South Africa. And then we reflect on the National Development Plan, which we believe is a wonderful plan yeah. that should not be a dream, mm. should not be a dream, but should become a reality. Mm-hmm. And how we can make it all a reality is by really contributing together. Uh, what's happened is that we uh, engage all the learners. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, last year, uh, Oba Keng and Jason Fisher from Randfontein High School uh, with uh, four other schools, namely Forte High School, Western mm-hmm. Area High School, Olivenhood Bosch Secondary School, and TM Leschlake. Um, Is it Fort Hay High School? Not Fort Hay in Dobsonville. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They all um, had uh, as the dialogue in a state of economic turmoil. As citizens, are we going to carry on blaming the other ah. government, foreigners, load shedding, poverty, and one another, or are we going to take responsibility in creating a platform? to treat self and others with dignity and on know what we can do together as citizens. That, that's, you see, you're going to give that topic to a 30-year-old and they're going to scratch <laughs> their heads before they, 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 they have a solid idea on how to, how to really argue that. Yeah. Well, let's, let's come to you. Um, I want to say Mr. Fisher. I really do. Jason. I'll say Jason, but I want to say Mr. Fisher. Mr. Fisher, with Jason, tell me about how you got uh, Ranfontein High School involved and, and, and what was the value yeah. in it for you? Right. Uh, firstly, because as a teacher, uh, my responsibility is to educate children to be critical and to ask questions and to probe and to demand answers. And because I had been involved with Valued Citizens Initiative in the past as one of their facilitators, I, of course, um, embody what Values uh, uh, Citizens Initiative stands for, and I took it to the school. And there uh, got our debating society, uh, the dialogue groups, the open dialogue groups, to talk about the issues that Carol just mentioned. Mm. And so attending this year, last year's Sondela project was great. In fact, at one time we were told to let the others have an opportunity to spare their You were views. always there. Yes, <laughs> and so the children who question, who realize that they have a meaningful role mm. and that their voice and their views are equally important, 
as just as important as politicians are. In fact, yeah. perhaps they think better than some of the politicians because they think <laughs> about <laughs> what is yeah, happening right now, what's yeah. happening right now, mm-hmm. and what relates to them, and they need to let that be heard. Yeah, absolutely. So, Obai King. Yes. Now you take part in the initiative. You tell me how, you know, you you you, you prepare for a topic like that one. Well, the, you know, going into it was a lot of extensive work because, as you mentioned, it is it is one topic that you have to get your head over. You know, yeah. it's it's something that is so broad. You know, because as citizens in South Africa in general, we become so apathetic. You know, that we think that every every other thing is someone else's fault. You know, so it was tough for us to also come to reality and think about all these issues and think about our role in these issues. Right? Mm. Who's really to take the blame and where 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 is our responsibility in that? You know, mm. where do uh, ordinary youth take their responsibility and their role in South Africa? Yeah, you see, what what I like the most about the topic is is the fact that um, even as you know, as a forty year old, perhaps it it gives you the opportunity to say, all right, it is difficult to 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 to, to construct an argument on how we fix some of the challenges in our country without pointing the finger. So it gives yes. you the opportunity to say, you know, let's just look for a solution. Let's stop saying this is. Let's stop looking at looking for a villain. So you know what was what was your argument? I'd love to hear what you had to say. Man, there was <laughs> there was very interesting arguments, but for, for for very different topics that we had. You know, uh, Carol had the the dialogue session run out where we had uh, each topic to engage with. You know, so and on each session he gives out a topic and we engage with each topic. For example, we had one about uh, you know the last year was very prevalent in terms of you know in the communities when people destroyed property hmm. in terms of protests. You know, and how we engage. And one of the arguments we had here was that, you know, as youth, we need to take the stance of taking importance of our education, you know. Mm. We need to tell the people out there in the community that this is our education, these are our schools, you know, and that we have to act on those things. We have to engage the community with, with these things, you know, that uh, we take we, we take prevalence in these communities, we play a part in these communities, and that's how we ensure that uh, such issues are solved, uh, you know, correctly, mm. you know. Uh, also, I think as a, as a generation and as young people, we have so many platforms in order to engage with different levels of government and other people. For example, social media. I think that social media should not be only a platform for us to be talking about uh, our selfies and our happiness school, but also to be engaging with these mm. critical issues that happen in our communities. And that's what we were talking about, you know. That's what the type of arguments that we had um, in the dialogue session. Now, what should happen with all of this knowledge and all of these ideas that are coming out of the learners? Because... Um, he's right. This is a generation that's plugged in, number one. He's obviously informative, knows exactly what he's talking about, and the ideas that he offers us solutions are going to be um, creative, are going to be realistic, are going to also speak directly to the person that's listening, right? So even you and your community are listening, and you hear what Uba King says, and you go, oh, yes, there is something I can do. But what do we do with that? I mean, some this, there should be somewhere that we package all of uh, the, the, the thoughts that are being gathered from these young people and, and sharing it. Right. Uh, we, we do, you know, we, we can report to all our partners and the National Department of Education. We, we make known what our children uh, discuss. For instance, our values and learners have been clear. They are proposing a budget report speech to be conducted on a quarterly basis mm. at Parliament because then accountability will prevail. Um, it's also the learners highlighted how reporting back to the nation and all stakeholders on the nation budget quarterly will develop openness, transparency, accountability, honesty, and, and these these values are so important. Mm. Uh, yeah. You know, it's crucial. And learners came with solutions that cost nothing. Yeah. 
to have a report back on the budget on quarterly basis cost not so much. That's true. And why do we have before the the budget speech every year, two weeks earlier, we have Corruption Watch informing us why South Africa is number 44 out of all the country rated on corruption, mm. out of 168 countries. Um, why do we wait for that? Mm. We should not wait two weeks before, one month before. Let's come with solutions all together. Right. It's possible. Right. And so that's so one of the solutions was let's get a, a quarterly report back on on that uh, on on the finance address, right? Yes. I want to hear more of the of, of the solutions that came from the students, but I'm going to open up the lines for questions, especially if you have questions for the students. Um, I'll have two more students joining me. Masilo Bupape uh, will be in studio and a young lady as well. This is great. Give us a call. 0891-104-207. Midday Live with Darshan Mudri. Moments that made the afternoon. Who could we see buying up these shares? There's been lots of talk of a state bank. Do we know any, anyone that's interested right now? Well, Rima, it still has to go through a process, and um, it's not looking at cutting. We don't know the magnitude of what they want to sell. They still have to negotiate that with UK regulators. But the Public Investment Corp, um, which administers the South African government pension, has actually um, come on record to say that they'd be very interested in increasing, in increasing their stake in Barclays Africa. Bloomberg News editor Vernon Vessels. Midday Live with Darshan Mudli. Weekdays from noon to 1 p.m. Only on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. AM Live with Sakina Kamwendo. The best the morning has to offer. You've also submitted a report highlighting some serious concern about the state of surveillance in South Africa. Now, talk to us about that and also why you believe this is important. Look, I think that... that, that it's, it's no secret to us that, that surveillance appears to be becoming an increasing issue in, in the South African political space. You can see that the role of the intelligence agencies and this issue of spies and spooks and surveillance is uh, you know, really creeping into the democratic space and it's starting to become part of the, uh, 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 the political tussles that we see around key institutions. AM Live with Sakina Kamwendo. Weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. Only on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Our best conversations are the ones we have with you. Call us on 0891-104-207. Tweet at SAFM Radio or SMS 34701. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Still on the talk shop on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. I am still Naledi Molel in studio with... Two more young people talking to us about the Valued Citizens Initiatives, uh, Sondela Dialogues, where they engaged uh, a few high school learners. Um, so these learners participated in the dialogues. They were able to share ideas with their peers on how South Africa can prosper in all aspects. Joining me in studio is Masilo Bupape, great turn learner from Fort, uh, Fort He High School in, in Soweto. Masilo, hi, welcome to the talk shop. Hey, thank you for having me in this show. <laughs> He's got such a big smile on his face. Letabo also uh, joining us. Letabo, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Are you also with you're also with Forty High School? Yes. And what grade are you in? Grade ten. Grade ten. Okay. So I'm going to start with the lady. Okay, because you know I, I'm always going to start with the ladies. Ladies <laughs> first. So what was it? What were some of the solutions that came out of the dialogues from your peers and even from yourself, perhaps that that you felt? 
the country needs to know that this is what we're thinking. Um, I think I was more I was more into engaging with them while asking them how they feel, how they really want to be part of this. So the first thing they told me is like, why do you even ask us this question? I'm like, I want to know what you know. I want to feel what you know. And so they're telling me that if this is a democratic country, so they're able to be free around this country. Mm. So in that way, I was interested in knowing that having a dialogue with a young person who's your peer is more nicer than being actually talking to someone who's older than you. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. Now I don't feel like such an exciting individual. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you don't have to feel that way. Yeah. But uh, I think if you're a young person and you want to know what the other, the other peer of yours is mm. thinking, so you want to engage together and, and know more about yourselves. Let me ask you something. You've got uh, young people who are listening right now. Some of them are going to be voting for the very first time this year. Yeah. Um, what is it that you want to say to them? Or they, they're supposed to be voting for the very first time this year. A lot of young people just refuse to register to vote. What do you say to that young person? I think um, it's important for them to vote because they want to choose they want to choose the leaders in that case when they vote so if they're like going to put on complaints on how they're not getting education and stuff and while they do not choose the leaders that are right for them it it seriously has no point so right. they just have to be there and choose so yeah yeah, yeah. Marcelo? Uh, what i can say to the youth actually to the voters more especially all i can say is that everything is just in their hands the future the way forward, what we need as the youth and what we want is just before them. Firstly, I'd like to say uh, what I know is that consistency is power and mm. power is knowledge. Mm. Having to to be uh, in a... Can I just stop you for a minute? Yes. That was beautiful. <laughs> consistency <laughs> is power. That is probably the most important thing I've heard in a very long time. If we don't have consistency in the way we, we, we relate with exactly. each other, in the way our leaders treat our resources and, and speak to each other, then we have a really big yeah. problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, car carry on, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and one other thing is uh, accountability. Mm. And other thing is that what we need to really ask ourselves is that what are we doing as the youth to change what... We want. Here's what we want. And we keep on saying, here's what I want from whom. Mm. Th this certain person has to create this. What is it? What is your role in that wanting of yours? Indeed, I think uh, what is more important is uh, self-introspection. Ah. <laughs> no, having to, to deeply look within yourself that, okay, I'm this person. And here's what I want. Mm. Here's what I value. Mm. And here are my morals. And what I want is this. Okay. Without saying, Masilo has to give it to me. Masilo has to give it to right. me. Right. I'm taking the stand. I am in the uh, in the podium now. I am taking the stand. And this is what I want. And this is what this is is what is going to happen. And just like that, I'm going to <laughs> open up the line. So we've got we've got calls already coming in. Ali Moato is in uh, Tongat. Please, uh, Mr. Fisher, please do put on your headphones. Do you have a pair? Yeah. There you go. Uh, oh, Muso. Okay, Ali Muso in Tongat. Ali, good evening. Hi. Good evening. Good evening to the panel. Thank you so much for calling. Well, thank you to the youth that has uh, taken the interest, because in 1977, uh, 1976, we took the interest. We, we launched what was the Tongat Youth Club, 
And one of our mentors was Minister Pravin Gordon. Mm. I think Mr. Minister Pravin Gordon may be listening to this program. I think he'll be deeply impressed uh, of what uh, the, the initiative is going on. Because yeah. one of the things that uh, one of the community spirits that uh, when we launched the club was that we, we did a, a housing uh, HSL survey, housing uh, social uh, uh, survey mm. uh, of an uh, entire town. And we were still in, in high school. And uh, when we looked at the reports and we said, well, what does the community need? Mm. As we were to, to doing this, uh, this report for uh, Minister Pravin Gordon, at that time he was uh, chair of the community research unit, mm. right? And he uh, was a pharmacist in Durban. Mm. And he asked us, what does the community need? And we looked, uh, as we were uh, compiling this report, and we said uh, the community in, in this area needs actually a, a, a youth club that uh, identifies and, and does uh, social work with the youth. A youth uh, club that does, so a, a youth club led by youth. That's right. Mm. And uh, then we launched what was the Tongat Youth Club. Mm. Right? It, in, in, it included all race groups. We didn't uh, divorce ourselves from any race group. And, and how successful was that? It was very successful. Because we, we we actually started it in in the Buffaloville uh, community hall, just by uh, uh, looking at the reports uh, that were coming in, and all the uh, things that the, the survey that we are, we are doing, and <clears throat> we were taken to uh, to University of uh, then University of Natal by to the Mr. P. N. Pillay, late mm. Mr. P. N. Pillay, mm. and they guided us and and uh, uh, emanating from from that. Uh, we, uh, we, the youth, we actually initiated a lot of programs. We, we did uh, the, a complete health screening of the entire town. Can you imagine? Right? And yeah. uh, we, uh, we say that, well, what's coming up uh, emanating from here must be driven, must be co- totally community driven and see, uh, they, they can see the health uh, needs of the community, mm. uh, what illnesses are coming up. Mm. And, and we were kept surprised because... We, we had professors in, in medicine that came and told us. We said, no, but, but sir, we, we, we are not doctors. We're nothing. We said, he said, we, we are giving you simple things, uh, how to diagnose things. You see, this is, this is what's beautiful. Preventative medicine is something that's so needed in our country. Um, and then you're talking about a, a, a program that says, oh, no, young people in the community are going to initiate and implement this project. That's um, right. I'm, I'm going to, Mr. Muta, I'm going to give you a chance to give, to give the students, uh, the learners, a few words of encouragement because I want to keep engaging them. I'm, I'm also going to open up the lines. But to speak to them, they're, they're right here. Yeah, uh, because I, my talking, I'm talking directly also to, to them through you, hmm. is that I'm saying to them they need, uh, they need to engage uh, themselves together in a platform, uh, just the youth uh, across the board, and, and say, well, uh, to, to ask themselves, what, what is actually needed in communities hmm. uh, for social responsibilities, etc. You will find, uh, as youth, uh, you guys from Runfontein, etc., you will find that uh, you, uh, you might think a, a simple thing, uh, carrying a, 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 a lady's uh, bag, an old lady's bags, uh, across a bridge uh, is uh, something minute, but mm. uh, it actually creates love and respect. You'll find mm. that there'll be dialogue between old and young. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree with you, Ali Musa. Thank you so much for calling in. I know you want to respond, Carol, um, and, and I'll give you a chance to do that. What I'm also going to do is ask you to call in and actually challenge...
some of our learners, all right? <laughs> call in with a national problem. Let's hear what their solutions are. Any of them. Call in with a national problem. Let's hear what the student solutions are. 0891-104-207. Again, that number is 0891-104-207. A lot of girls dream of big white weddings. But when your disabled daughter shares her desire to be in London for the royal wedding of William and Kate, you'll do anything to make her dream come true. But every flight is fully booked. That was the dilemma Abdul Musa faced. Onto Mumtaz Kadar from the Voyager Platinum and Premium Services desk intervened. She found two seats together in business class, and a dad's promise to his daughter was kept. Abdul's story took him from father to hero. Where did yours take you? Submit your SAA story on our Facebook page and you could be in our next ad or book your seat now and create a story of your own. With South African Airways, there's a story in every seat. Book yours now at flysaa.com. We play wicked cricket. For the number one fans of the Proteas, catch India versus New Zealand as they battled it out at the 2016 ICC World T20 this Tuesday the 15th of March at 15.30. Find it live on 3 with hourly updates and analysis right here on SAFM. The 2016 ICC World T20. It doesn't get hotter than this. Brought to you by SABC Sport. I'm addicted to cricket. Jabu, my sister, you know I'm worried about my legal problem. How will I afford a lawyer? Why don't you call Legal Aid South Africa? They assist those accused of crimes and with cases such as maintenance and evictions at no cost. Seriously? You can visit the offices which are available around the country or call the toll-free Legal Aid Advice Line on 0800-110-110. You've helped me. Call Legal Aid Advice Line on 0800-110-110. Legal Aid South Africa. Your voice for justice. When you purchase prescription spectacles at Specsavers, you can now get either a free comprehensive eye test or up to 500 rand off your frame or lens enhancements. You get to choose. That's right. Choose either a free comprehensive eye test or up to 500 rand off your frame or lens enhancements. Offer available for a limited time only. Visit specsavers.co.za for more information. T's and C's apply. Specsavers for affordable eye care and a whole lot more. Now Lady Muleo on SAFM. We're still on the talk shop. Uh, we'll continue speaking to the students that took part in the Sondela Dialogues. And, of course, uh, Jason Fisher, teacher at Randfontein High School, along with Carol Pedetti Ngono, MD of Valued Citizens Initiative. After we get the cricket crossing, uh, Johan Leroux standing by to give us an update on the ICC World 2020. Uh, how, how's it looking, Johan? Thanks, lady. Well, we're going to start with the game that's taking place at Newlands at the moment. Hashim Amla was brought back into the Proteas 11 for the series deciding T20 against Australia. And it proved to be a great decision as the opening batsman scored 97 off 62 balls. His innings included 8 fours and 4 sixes, including one off the very last ball of the innings. Quinton de Kock hit a quick 25 early in the innings, while David Miller smacked 30 or 15 towards the end. And the Proteas ended on 178 for four in their 20 overs. That means the target for Australia is 179 to win the series. Their run chase will get underway in the next few minutes. Now, Naledi, like you mentioned earlier, in, in India, the first part of the World 2020 is underway and the first match of the day, Bangladesh beat the Netherlands, while a short while ago, Oman pulled off a shock win over Ireland. The Irish batted first and set Oman a target of 155 for victory. Opener Zishan, Maksud and Kawar Ali laid a great platform as they produced an opening stand of 69, but that's when the wickets started tumbling. It was a thrilling finish as Oman needed 
at nine off the last over with only two wickets in hand, and they reached their target with two balls to spare. You on the roof for SAFM Sport. Thank you so much for that update, Johan. You're still on the talk shop on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader, taking your calls with questions for our learners. The number is 0891-104-207. Arisang, I see you on the line. I'll take your call in just a moment. Carol, you wanted to respond to uh, the point that was made by uh, Mr. Musa earlier. I just wanted to say that uh, to care is essential. And that transpired in our Sondela dialogue and uh, when it was translated into visual art. Mm-hmm. Uh, our learners raised the issue, why did we lose the campaign, it takes a village to raise a child? Mm. Because it's all about care and love. And how do we build trust? We all speak of social cohesion. Mm. How do we build trust between citizens between communities and this is if we care enough we can Mm. it's possible right taking your calls 0891 104207 do you know hi I'm pretty sure my voice we've heard it for quite some time now Okay, so my question is not directed at anyone in particular, but my question is, seeing all the racial strife that's going on in universities amongst our youth mm-hmm. and every every single problem from fees must fall to people rioting over uh, Afrikaans usage in universities, mm-hmm. what do the students think is our best solution to try and aid that and to try and you know, regress the social progression that we were having until these problems. Okay. Okay. Uh, wait, Arisang, how do you know? How, how do you know? Oh, it um, happened to you in the same school. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Arisang, great in question. Fact, yeah. Yes, what did you want to say? In fact, I was also at the Fondella project, the River Rudd Gang. So you, you saw them. You Last saw year. them doing their stuff. I love it. Arisang, yeah. thanks for yeah. calling. Mm-hmm. A very good question. Thanks. Let's. I'll note that one. Yeah. And then Ramasela is in Ranfantein in high school. It's also at Ranfantein High. Okay. Ramasela, hi. How are you? I'm well. Thanks for calling. <laughs> I'm good, thanks. Mm. Um, I would like to pose a question specifically to the chairman of Akintiaheng. Um, okay. I heard earlier on he spoke about getting the youth more involved in such conversations, right? Mm. But my major concern is the fact that um, the youth is not necessarily um, um, aware of the kind of uh, um, situations and such conversations. How do we get um, the youth to get more involved and how do we get them to understand the importance of such conversations? Mm. Very good. Very good question. Thank you for, thanks for calling, Ramasela. Um, uh, he's noted that question. He'll respond in just a minute after we hear from uh, Mr. Mudabi. Uh, Principal, look at that. <laughs> Letabo and uh, they just lost their mind. Letabo and Masila just lost their mind. Their principal just called in. Mr. Mudabi, welcome to the talk shop. How are you? How are you, man? I'm well. Thank you for calling. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm just calling in. Just to congratulate and appreciate the work that Mm-hmm. And also appreciate the learners to, to represent this school. And moreover, I want to say that this program takes place after school. Mm-hmm. So it takes a lot of dedication to our learners. And really, I want to appreciate what those learners have been there. Yeah. And the whole program benefits and to say, please, them to the back. And this can go further by having most of our learners participating to help them as the, as the country. 
Yeah, you, the, the line is really bad, Mr. Mudabi, but I think we got that. Thank you so much for calling in. That feels good, right, guys? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Willie is in Christiana in the Northwest. Willie, good evening. Uh, good evening, my lady. Thank you for taking my call. As always, I Yeah, that's right. Uh, we, 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 we fully support the initiative uh, taken by, by these students. Mm. <clears throat> and then, yeah, now my question is, when coming to discipline, to discipline particularly uh, at secondary level, mm. the discipline is, is, is at, 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 at the bottom of everything over there. So I wanted to hear from them. Mm. How do they cope with that particular uh, uh, direction to, to bring to bring back discipline uh, uh, amongst amongst the students, particularly for instance, boys, boys who do as they wish, who just uh, 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 disrespect uh, 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 teachers openly, smoking cigarettes uh, uh, openly. Okay. And okay. so on and so on. Okay, I'll give that one. I'm going to give that one to to Letabo, right? Yeah. But let's let's just be clear. It's not just the boys that are naughty, right? Yeah. The girls yeah. can be naughty yeah. too. But Willie, great question. Thanks for calling. All right, let's go back to Akisang's question. That one is for you, Masilo. Right? You see what's going on in our university? It's race, it's language, it's fees. All of these issues um, coming to the fore since the beginning of last year. What is your solution? What I really think uh, we need to do is that communication. Communication, I think, is the most important key in in, in language. Mm. Communication is one thing uh, we people uh, lack. What I basically think we need to do is that we must sit down and think of what we want and what we need and what we what is needed to be done in order of a satisfaction or a a a, a happening of something mm-hmm. what i think is we need to do is that the the minister of higher education mr blaze demande mm-hmm. <laughs> i think uh, what he really needs to do is just sit and think and listen to what the, the students are trying to to say mm. not only to look at what what I know is the problem is that the riots and all the banning of uh, things we need to look at after banning all those things and turning everything upside down what are we really going to do after everything is solved uh, fin- we need to look at the financials and everything but after banning all those things and protesting and creating all the tamils we must think of what we're going to have. What is it that we're going to use after banning those things? Mm. It's it's going back to a loss uh, in whereby uh, mo- uh, important things were going to be done with that certain amount of finance. Mm. But oh, what that laboratory? Mean? Yes, yeah. thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, but but what I mostly think is important is communication. Communication. I love that. Communication. Yes, yeah. Communication. Yes. Carol, you want to come in? Communication is key, and I think. Uh, South Africa has many official languages, and that is a challenge. Mm. At the same time, we know that languages is about culture and identity. Now, for instance, I was shocked to hear that still in some universities, uh, sciences is still only taught in Afrikaans. Mm. Um, we need to ask questions. Uh, who, are, who is our audience? Mm. Um, do we do a curriculum specifically for few people that we call the elite, 
or do we do education for all and we push together towards a better education mm. um, where there is quality and where we all agree on, for instance, three languages mm. to be taught from primary to university, and that's the way forward. But that decision needs to be made, and that's, I think yeah. that's a discussion for, uh, for, for a really big episode, which we should do here on the talk shop. Uh, but I still want to give the students a chance to respond to the questions, right? Okay. Um, Obakeng, you got one from Ramasila that said, you know, you're talking about getting youth involved, but Ramasila says, half the time young people aren't even aware of the things that are going on in our country, or understand the impact of what's happening in our country. So how do you get young people involved and also make sure that they're knowledgeable? So the problem I mentioned when you started the show was of apathy, you know, of the general youth. And I think the main solution here is to get youth involved. But, you know, the, the problem here with youth is that they don't believe that their voices are being heard and that their voices is uh, their voice is important. So, one, we need to be telling the youth that their voice is important. We need to be telling them that they're owners of this country in a few years' time. Mm. So if we tell them that, they, take away, they, they become aware of that. But most importantly, from platforms for them to voice their opinion, that's mm. very important. Sandela was a great great example of this where we sat together with our peers we talked about these issues from drug abuse to teenage pregnancy that must happen in South Africa the government must provide this, these platforms and I thank SAFM for doing that t tonight you know this is a very important platform South Africa heard the voices of the youth and I think they're very impressed with it that must continue happening and you guys have are saying all the right things um, Latavo your question from Willie was discipline man hey yeah. And I'm going to add to that question. Discipline is an important one. Right? So how do we make sure that we have disciplined uh, learners in our secondary schools, he said, so in our high schools? Um, and, and, and more than that, that needs to happen. And I know, I think you understand this because it will change the image that people have of your generation. Because the image people have of your generation right now is not looking yeah. very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only way is to know your morals, mm. know your interests, your values. There's no way you're going to be upstand and there's no way you're going to be disciplined if you don't know where you stand. Mm. So in that case, you're not going to prosper if you're still standing in that corner and behaving as if you, you're not taught to have morals. So in that case, if discipline is a problem in 2016, I don't think um, we're going anywhere because uh, at this time we have code of conduct at mm. school mm. that have to do with these disciplines and everything. So in that case, if we are not talking, taking into consideration it's not a point. So it's false that boys are the only ones who are uh, causing these things. Also girls do this. Um, so we have to just say the teenagers. So in that case, <laughs> if... <laughs> so if, if, our, if our teachers and at least our parents take, take note of this, we can be able to prosper. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I want to, I want to, I want to, I have to let you go, but I, I can't. <laughs> um, Joe in Peter Maritzburg has a question for you, Masilo. What if you communicate, communicate, communicate without getting any joy or being taken seriously? Uh, what I think, uh, Mr. Joy, you need Joe. to, Mr. Joe, okay, mm -hmm. Mr. Joe, I think what you need to do is sit with your mates, your groups, your belongings, and I think of the solutions more of uh, than causing of problems. Not I'm not necessarily saying that you're causing problems, but what I think is that you need to sit down and think of the solutions. What is it as you guys, as the students of that certain university, are doing to just to meet the department halfway? I mean, ah. like seriously, 
to meet the department halfway it's something rather than uh, going back having to sit down in having big uh, meetings and everything but what I think is people people meet those people halfway let's meet each other yeah. halfway yeah. Yeah. oh my gosh Mr. Fisher you've been yeah. quiet for so long <laughs> <laughs> and teachers are never quiet you've been quiet <laughs> let's Let's, let's, let's maybe get your response on what you've heard from the students and the learners this evening. But more than anything, I want you to talk to me about um, there the are teachers that are listening and the importance of having teachers that care about more than just the curriculum and what they're teaching their students. Um, you yourself, on, was, it, was it on Tuesday or, or Monday? You, you were given, you, you came second <laughs> in the National Teachers Award yes. in the secondary education category. Would have been good to be first. But <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So talk to me about that because you said, I'm going to get the students from my school. They're going to learn how to be valued citizens right. and, and form opinions that drive the country forward. Right, and I think it's the, uh, I love the word uh, responsible uh, are you able to make the right responses? And mm. I think as a teacher, my role is to teach them how to make the right responses mm. in every situation. And it's difficult being a teenager today, more so today than when I was a teenager. I think my life was a lot better just because I didn't have social media, mm. you know. Mm. Uh, but teaching them how to take the right uh, actions, how to make the proper responses in any given situation where they know if you react and respond correctly, there's going to be a corresponding uh, a reciprocated response to your actions. Yeah. And I think this is part of teaching. I'm an English teacher. I enjoy teaching them that life is way beyond the classroom, the confines of a textbook, that what I teach you today is what you're going to have to take tomorrow. So today I'm experiencing uh, the fruit of all my teaching over the years. Mm. Uh, some of them are doctors, lawyers, advocates, judges, and things like that. Uh, and today I enjoy listening to these children because uh, Marcelo here has just got such a lovely way of bringing the point across, and I enjoyed listening to that. Uh, Obakian is the top it. achiever yeah. and the chairman of our school and uh, daughter over there is just got such a vibrant face and when she speaks you can see all the energy into what she's saying passion. and these yeah. are the children that yeah. we teach in all our classrooms on the issue about the discipline and I found it's basically the way to solve it is when you respect children mm. they respect you and when you talk to them as fellow human beings they respond well. Mm. Uh, children will not smoke in front of a teacher who has who esteems them and, and shows respect towards them. Yeah. When we raise our expectations, when we uh, raise uh, the grades that we expect from them to let them realize that they can achieve, they begin to respond. It's when we are teaching them or uh, responding to them in derogatory ways and our mannerisms uh, belittle them, then we can expect adverse responses from them. But I think we're in the ideal situation. We have wonderful children in our schools. Mm. Uh, it's great to be a teacher. I've got 10 years to go, but I think I'm going to have difficulty leaving it. Only 10? <laughs> I know we're going to need you much longer than that. We really are. Mr. Fishers, thank you so much for not only you know coming into the studio and talking to us, but for introducing the students at your school to this platform and thank you to the, the teachers at um, Forte High School as well in Soweto. Carol, now what? Because I imagine that with the listeners, everyone wants to know when the next uh, dialogue is, which schools are participating, how our children's school can participate. Okay. Um, the We have other dialogues that are going to take place right now in Gauteng as from uh, April 
Uh, you may contact us uh, at 011-781-9462 or at founder, F-O-U-N-D-E-R, mm-hmm. at Valued Citizens, V-A-L-U-E-D-C-I-T-I-Z-E-N-S dot C-O dot Z-A. Okay. Very easy. So that number again, 011-781-9462. Again, 011-781-9462 or email founder at valuedcitizens.co.za. Founder at valuedcitizens.co.za. I really hope that this program grows and grows and grows and that I get more students like this in the studio giving us solutions. All right? Guys, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Naledi, and thank you to all the listeners. (laughs) This was so much fun.